Real Life Street Stars. N-L-E, motherfucking chopper in the building, brother. Yes, Man, for all these niggas ain't knowing, deaf, dumb, stupid, living up under the smallest rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell these niggas where you from. Memphis, Tennessee, East Memphis, Cottonwood, tatted it on me. Amen. Now, before we get all the way into it, we just want to get a little brief synopsis of your growing up and how you got into the music. How I got into music, um, I was explaining earlier today that like, you know what I'm saying, I had, a, I had a tough time with being vocal with the problems I went through, um, like anything I was facing, whether it was depression, anxiety, just coming. Come and stuff that I be, you know, that I didn't want to come to my parents with or friends who. And I just feel like, um, when I when I started writing songs and making music, it started to work as a therapy for me. So you know what I'm saying, whatever I needed to come to, whoever I needed to come to, I got it off to the mic. Man, you was young too. How many other kids around you do you feel was going through like depression, anxiety, like you were going through? I think every kid go through it. You know what I'm saying? I just embraced it. I just embraced it and um, found poetry within it. But uh, I feel like everybody goes through it. You know what I'm saying? It's not even, I feel like I hate to put a name on it, like depression, anxiety, or anything. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just being human. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel that because, I'm saying, from things you go through, you got to go through stuff to be able to um to grow. And I feel like that's all it is. As a young man, is that something you talk about with your partners as far as being open with them? Or, you know, you, you know, niggas See, I can't them. really, I, you know, I ain't really know how to word it or put it. Because at the end of the day, when you feel some type of way, nine times out of ten, you don't really know why you feel that way. You don't know the exact reason because it varies from everything. You know, it could be something at home. It could be something at school. It could be something in the streets. It could be something from a friend. It could be something from a female. You know what I'm saying? Everything, all that stuff, and it just mixed into one thing. You know what I mean? But, um, that being said, like I ain't never really. I thought you were saying something about the mic, <laughs> but nah. With that being said, like nah, I ain't never really come to nobody. But you know what I'm saying, my pen, my pad, and the mic. You know what I'm saying, the booth. Man, that's what's up, man. I I remember telling them guys, man. I was watching YouTube one day. You know how like you just watching videos and go yeah. next, and Shadows Flow Two popped up. That's yeah. how I got introduced to you. Oh yeah. For and real? one thing that stood out was like the flow, but the ed- the video was edited a certain way back mm-hmm. then that it like most videos wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Was that like the plan of like I- I'm gonna do the videos a certain way with the music like to stand I'm, out? I just wanted everything to be crazy. That was like the one word. Like you know what I'm saying? The song crazy, the on um, lyrics crazy, flow crazy. Um, the effects, the video, crazy. You know what I'm saying? I wanted everything to be just surrounded by that one word, cause I feel like once you lay the format down with the song, which is the bass, I feel like everything else that comes acquired with it got to be the same flow of it. So I feel like it got to stand out just as much as the song, the video do, the edits do. Um, who's in it? What we doing while we in it? Are we turning up? Are we dancing or whatever? So I feel like that was just that was just the look I went for for real. And it's just kind of to how many shots you think you're gonna do? Shot of flow. I really start. I really start with six. The last one I just put out is currently working. It's currently number two music video in the world right now. By the end of this week, it'll be number one. And so, like, I feel like with that being said, my only request is for me to do another one. Is just to get Lil Wayne on it. When I get Wayne on it, I'll stop. Hey, Amen. What was your favorite bars in Shot of Six? I'm gonna tell you mine. In Shot of Flow Six, um. I ain't gonna lie, it varies like from four bars to like, it's so many. Like one of my favorite flow in the bar segment of one of them, I was like, 
I got a bitch and she really too thick. She be throwing her fist when she ain't getting dick. Really making me sick, but she do just one trick when she split on her dick. Got me coming so quick and she still like a tick and her throw like a crick. Got me hard as a brick, so I shot me a flick. Hey, she my dog like Vic. Hey, do what I say, sense. Say there was eight bars right there, but it was like the flow is crazy. Like you nah, know when you said that um. I'm going to jump in the crowd and I'm rocking my jewelry. Oh, yeah. Reach for it. I'm going to need a trial in the jewelry. Yeah, trial in the jewelry. I am a rapper, but I'm also security. security. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Nah, you for get real. That. And that's my security guard right here. He'll, he'll, he'll tell you, like, my security guard, he'll be with me. He had to stop me from fucking motherfuckers. So he like, yo, this is my job. So, you know what I'm saying? We don't fuck something up together. So, you know what I'm saying? At the same time. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. And we, you know what I'm saying? You still got to be man first, For real. Hypothetically, man, if you do get Wayne on the track, man, he fuck with shotters and he don't go as hard as you expect, mm. would you tell Wayne to redo that hoe? Man, well, I'm gonna let you know something, bro. Honestly, that ain't even a thought because you can go to every feature that man ever did in his life and he rocked it. I, I, I don't know no bad feature from bro. Right. So I know when he hear my energy, he gonna wanna go crazy. So I, I, ain't, I ain't even never think of it because I just <laughs> yeah. knew like, I just know how hard he go. Yeah, yeah. Man, you touched down to Dallas, man. You know, we've done a lot of hubs, man, but you I might might been the first artist that actually went through and shook everybody's hand in the conference room and you. actually like tapped in. that person. Yeah, that, I, I felt like, man, like you always talk about energy and you displayed that right then and there. Where does that come from? Where does that humbleness come from? Gratefulness, being grateful, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like this one thing that, that a lot of artists just stir from, you know what I'm saying? People ain't gotta be here. You know what I'm saying? It's raining and shit. It's a snowstorm coming. Y'all ain't have to come. It could have been one person in there. You know what I'm saying? But it was a it was a bunch of everybody. It probably could have been even more people with just, you know, the storm. But I was grateful for everybody in their room. You know what I'm saying? And this this that's what this what goes far with me. You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all could have been doing anything. People got kids out here. People got responsibilities. People, mom might be sick. You know what I'm saying? People, brother might just pass away. Whatever you go through, but you chose to come through to see me. That's always a privilege to me. You know what I'm saying? This shit is major. Mm -hmm. So let's say you having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Cause I know you're big on energy. What are some things that you would do normally to shift your energy if the day is not going how you planned it? Uh, listen to music, um, meditation. Meditation, like I, I got to the point to where I, I implement meditation with everything is just feel like it's falling. You know what I'm saying? I don't got so good with meditation that I use it in moderation because I know like when I really, really need it. So like meditation and, it, and just um, getting away from whatever just disturbed me that got me, you know what I'm saying, I'll focus or got me in the mood, like how mama was steady laughing and she, and she and I can't even focus on what I'm finna say. You know what I'm saying? She gotta get out the room. So just getting yeah. away from me. I was just finna say, cause meditation, it's so mm -hmm. hard because it's like all your distractions become like times 10. Mm -hmm. So like, how did you learn to just hone in on your thoughts? Uh, embracing it, feeling it, knowing that some, some, some thoughts come to you for a reason. Like a person was just telling me today, he was like, man, when I meditate, the first thing that come to me is like, what I'm gonna do today? Well, maybe you're not a good planner. Maybe you always, the next day you fumbling, you know what I'm saying, plan out your day. Probably that's what it is. And guess what? When you embrace that thought, the next time you meditate, you won't be thinking about what you're gonna do today because you already did, you already planned, you know what I'm saying? So, and another thing with it too is just, Meditation is not for the mind to be quiet. Meditation is for you to um, understand the thoughts that come to you and embrace them, you know what I'm saying? And see how you attack them. Another reason, how, another way I deal with it to, to keep them at a content state is just focusing on my breathing. Counting how many breaths I inhale, counting how many I hold, and counting how many I exhale, you know what I'm saying? 
Mm. Well, speaking of your mom, it's mm. well known that, you know, she is your manager. Mm. You know, she travels with you and things like that. Mm. And you seem like a man with a lot of discipline. Mm. But, of course, you're still a very young, successful mm. man. So how do you deal with traveling and, like, the fun turn-up lit times with your mom around? Like, man, are you all cool she, like that, like she that? She more lit than me, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I don't do nothing. Like, I just be chilling. Like, she be more lit than me. I be the one. I be the one chilling. So... <laughs> <laughs> on me, so like, um, it's really none. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I be sober, so half of the time I'm really boring. I'm like a grandpa, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she did turn up one, so shit. Was it you wanting her as your manager or her saying she's gonna manage you? I wanted her as my manager. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew. I knew I ain't want nobody else to be my manager. I ain't, I, I got trust issues. Yeah, I've been like yeah, that since I came out business. the womb. You know what I'm saying? I can't trust nobody to handle my money that I never knew. I can't trust nobody to handle my business I never knew. But I do know I've been, I've been growing up, man. The first time I seen a hundred thousand large was from her. There you I go. know she had the money. I know she knew what to do with it. So you know what I'm saying I went to her with it. That's crazy, man. It's a different time from uh, the uh, new edition days. Uh, it's, a, it's a different time. Not for real. Man, I know you start rapping like eight months before you really pop, man. At the time of, what was your song that you knew that you had this thing before like the world kind of knew who Nelly Chopper was? Shot of Flow. I was writing that shit in my bedroom, you know what I'm saying? Music, volume all the way up on my TV, playing it through YouTube, bumping to it, writing it down. You know what I'm saying? I was writing in my sister in the next room. She used to come banging on my door, turn this shit off, turn this shit off. Fuck you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck you, this a hit, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing, she'll go tell Pops, man, Pop, tell him, turn that shit off, and all that. Mm. But he'll come upstairs, want to do it. I'm like, man, I just need a few minutes. Just let me do a few more minutes. I turn it off and start back tomorrow. And I'm saying, I wrote that song in like two days, and, and, and the pressure the pressure that was under it, writing it, was, was extremely intensified. You got sister banging on your door. You got pop banging on your door. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was contemplating dropping out of school. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot going on, and that, all the pressure and that heat made a diamond, for real. Now, I was going to say, one of the things um, that was big at the time was you and United Masters. Like, yeah. I remember them pushing you almost like the face of the new independence. For real. How did that situation come together? You know what I'm saying? And what was it? Like, it was truly like an independent situation? It or? was truly independent. It just came about with playing it safe. I met with every label except like two. You know what I'm saying? There's over like 30 to 40 labels from major to little. And within me meeting with everybody, like everybody was offering this, three million, two million, whatever, whatnot, but boom. It was 360 deals. It was slaves contract. So I'd make three million, but how I'm gonna be able to recoup if I can't even drop when I want to? Cause that money ain't nothing but a loan. I'm saying you gotta pay that shit back anyway. So they paying you with your own money anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's never about how much money I'm finna get up front. It's about Will I be able to stay in this range to recoup so I can keep making money? Can I stay hot? So I, I bet it on myself. I said, fuck y'all, I ain't finna do that because this is a 360. I came to United Masters, kept my masters and took 150K. I recouped out of 150K in like a less than like a month or two with just shot of flow. I came and dropped more hits, six to seven more hits that I got plaques for to this day to the point to where the label was like, then we need to get this young nigga what he need. And they gave me my masters, they gave me the money, they gave me a label, they gave me creative control. And right now I got a partnership with Warner, just all those four things. I so still you, got my label, I got my I got my masters, I got I got um 
I, I can if I wake up and say, nigga, I want to drop a tape today. I'm gonna drop that tape today. You know what I'm saying? Like I can do it. Create and control. And I feel like that's all you need as an artist and, and run deep. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without my whole team for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause I mean, you was young. How how young was you? I was 16. And you was mean. thinking like that already? I mean, like, <laughs> shit. I was always thinking like that. But like I said, I can't take all the credit for sure. Like my dudes. You know what I'm saying? She used to always tell me be patient. I wanted to sign. I'm like, yo, I want to sign with them. I think this would be cool. But like, you know what I'm saying? That shit is deeper than you know, just making music and thinking everybody buddy, buddy. You got to read that fine print and let them know everything. With you being uh, 16 and thinking of dropping that school, if you could just shit on one teacher right now, <laughs> what, what, what teacher? Like just the one that just didn't believe in you. Uh -huh. Which one was that? That you be like, man, listen. Man, I gotta go with my principal that suspended me every time I sat in that office, Mr. Oh, um, Mr. Barrett, <laughs> Mr. Barrett. Um, only, 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 I ain't never been the type of person to be like, you know what I'm saying? But just step out on him, you know. <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't never, I ain't never fuck with dude, honestly. Like when he ain't never. I'm a, I'm a guy, like, I'm a good person. Like, if I do something, it really gotta be a reason. And sometimes I do fuck up, I slip up, but I, I'm accountable, I take accountability for it, and I make sure I don't have another fuck up. Probably like a week later, I might. <laughs> but like, Recent. the type nigga I am, I'm not gonna be perfect. Yeah. But um, I ain't never get benefit of the doubt from Mr. Bear. But um, I wish all blessings to him, but I just wanted to let him know that um, <laughs> I just knew walking in your office, it wasn't no hope. I was getting suspended, so. Bro, you know, I, I, I might buy the school, <laughs> Man, you was uh in the XXL class of uh, 2020, man, during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts as far as on the class that you was with and that you was involved in and, you know, yourself and your career and their careers as of right now? Man, shout out to Polo G. Shout out hey. to Lil TJ. Hey. Shout out to, um, on the women's side, shout out to Mulatto. Yeah. Um, shout out Rod Wave, you know what I'm saying? Class. I, our class was stupid, you know what I'm saying? I'm down there forgetting some, and I don't even want to forget. But it was, it was, it, it, it wasn't. Harlow. Yeah, Jack Harlow. Yeah, Jack Harlow. It was oh, yeah, crazy. I feel like it was the best right? class in a while. And what's crazy? Why I can't really remember everybody is how they did it. It when everybody was together because the pandemic was just being, you know, it was young. So like, we went in with like groups of fours. I was with, I was with Rod, little TJ, Chica, and um, and that was like about it. It was just me and them three. And uh, yeah, I feel like, but but the class, you got Ruby Rose. Now nah, Ruby Rose wasn't on our class, but our class was just perfect. It was crazy, crazy yeah. Now you got a new album out, Me Versus Me. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, we just, you know, we just all debuted it. And it's a lot of songs that stood out, but they're jumping, the, the, yeah, yeah. the, the thumbing. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what made you come up with that concept to stutter on a track, you know, and then you reached out to, you know, Polo G, which is another young, mm -hmm. young cat in the, uh, in the game. Honestly, I just feel like it was something unique. I'm saying when a when a thought and idea came to me, it just let me know like there was something crazy because at the end of the day, and still to this day, I haven't really heard anybody stutter on a beat. You know, I never really heard it. It's not to my to my knowledge that it happened. So like I felt like it was something original for me, and it was like originality that was really showed on that track. And to have Polo to be a part of it, you know I'm saying I just feel it was perfect. It was like that glue that stuck together and just made it what it was. And you know what I'm saying I'm still grateful to it. I tell Polo every day I appreciate him because I feel like out of everybody that I don't work with, everybody in this industry, he he's one of the realest cats I ever dealt with. You know what I'm saying I feel like he got the same upbringing, the same people around him, his pops around him, his mama around him. You know what I'm saying he got family, he's family oriented. So I can see why we rock with each other. We got morals and boundaries and respect and principles we all stand on. And I just feel like he a good dude. Fuck with him for real. Mm. Now usually you get a 
a project like a me versus me when you've been in a game for an extended period of time because it shows the growth between mm. then and now, but you doing it early. Mm. Do you feel like your growth has been that exponential to this point? Well, my growth been rapid. My growth, my growth is so, my growth is so fucking, is at a, so much of a rapid pace that, um, that the fans gotta catch up to me. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on like 600 songs. I'm sitting on like 20, 30 albums. Cause I was a studio junkie when I was first coming out. I sucked at first, but now I can't say that. I can say every time I walk out of the studio, I got a hit for sure. Like on God, like it's never, it's never like a question about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm mastering different sounds. I master the trap easily. I can go Man. in and make a trap song in like an hour with just me writing it, the verse, two verses, 16 bars, whatever. Give me an hour tops, it's done and it's a hit. But now I can venture off and I can make love songs. I can make the vibe music. I can do it because I work my ass off for it. My work ethic was crazy and yeah. still crazy. And shout out some of the producers on Me Versus Me. For real, it went dumb. Shout out to my producer, signed to me, Beats by Draco, Draco the <clears> Kid, whatever you want to call him. <clears> he did Youngest to Do It, which is my favorite song. He did on Goddamn um, Stomping, which is another one of my favorite hype songs. You know what I'm saying? He he he, he worked his ass off and he deserved it, for real. Who was on Steel Hood? Steel Hood. Yeah, who, who was on that? You remember? Cash Money AP. Ooh. You and Cash Money Ooh. AP, man. We like a duo. Oh, boy. Bro, yeah, we got to do a tape, like, for real. Nah, for real. Nah, AP, he crazy. And what's crazy, bro, from France. Like, I be, I be sending a lot of the samples and shit to him, like, and I be letting him know. He be like, bro, bro, what part of the, bro, what part of the sample you want? I be like, nigga, the best part. You don't know this song? Like, I be like, bro, no, you got to let me know. Like, <laughs> hey, like he really yeah. don't know what's going on. Like, like, on God, and every time, like, he really, he really don't know some of the songs, like, some of the real classes he really don't know. But when I need samples, he doing for me, and he doing perfect as if, like, you know what I'm saying? He know the song, he know the feel of it. Like, I'm a dog, he did I'm a dog. Gucci, yeah. nigga from France. He'll walk in this motherfucker, you be like, nigga, you did I'm a dog. Do you know what you produce? He wouldn't even know, That's but he crazy. do it, he hard. And then uh, on Youngest to Do It, man, I like that song, like you said, because I feel like we got to know a little bit about you on that song. Yeah, life. You, yeah, your and life, you know what I'm saying? Hood. What you came up from, you know what I'm saying? Talk about, you know, I remember you uh, putting out a tweet about being positive and doing some positive things. And, and from then on, we've seen you just completely just take it up a notch from doing holistic, you know, treatments mm -hmm. and herbs and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, talk about that journey of just making that switch. Being a light, just being me, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, being yourself. A lot of people scared to be that, you know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas try to hold on to a certain image or persona and make people view them as like, oh, nigga, I ain't street. Oh, you, ain't, you ain't thugging no more. You ain't did this, like what? I, I done did everything I had to do in that situation, in that environment. Anything I rap about that I did rap about, I, I either did, will do, saw it happen, whatever, heard it, whatever. So like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we get in this position to grow from all that shit. And that's why a lot of people don't realize they get stagnant and realize like um and think they still gotta preach that same lifestyle that people nine times out of ten you ain't living. You know what I'm saying I'd be a fool to say I'm still out here in cars, hot cars, doing drills, shooting them off. It's, it's not. You know what I'm saying it's naive. Like, but what I can say I am trying to do is change people's lives now. Let them know that, like, you know what I'm saying? You can live that, but let, just know when you get a blessing like this, an opportunity like this, don't blow that shit. I'm saying be that light for people. You know what I'm saying? What would you say health wise is one of the biggest mistakes that people are making? Just health wise? Yeah. Um just on the foods you consume. Um uh, just 
Really, that's where all diseases come from. Just food. You know what I'm saying, just the foods you consume. Know your body. Um, I'd be, I'd be wrong if I say everybody meant to be vegan. I'd be wrong if you say everybody meant to eat meat. Just know what you resonate with. Know if you, if you damn near diabetic, you know I'm supposed to be eating this or sweets. Just know, just know how your body react. And I feel like food is like, food is like the biggest damn near one of the biggest killers in the world. You know what, what, what kind of motivation speech would you give a a, a little fat kid who love cake? Fat you, kid that love cake. Yeah, well, how would you get him off that goddamn cake? Get him off cake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Do what's best for you. Um, how long you want to live? You know what I'm saying? What you what you want to be? Like, what you where you see yourself 20 years from now? Do you see yourself alive? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that is is um is um it's crazy. A lot of people don't realize shit until they encounter death. And I'm gonna let you know, like death, death is something that you don't want to encounter. You know what I'm saying? I don't been face to face with it. It's something you can't control. It's something that's out of your control. And no matter what you do, you can't control that motherfucker. If it's your time to go, it's your motherfucking time to leave this earth. And that is uncomfortable with me. So I'm gonna do whatever I can do to make sure that if it's something I can control before it gets to that point, I'm gonna control it. Cause I know when it get there, shit out of my hands. We want to talk about the dances. Mm -hmm. Now, you've been the center of plenty of memes and videos <laughs> and viral dances. Yeah. Are these dances things that you like think through, or is it just I'm in the moment and this is what I'm feeling and then this is what comes out? This dance, it all comes from culture, where I'm from, Memphis. That's what we do, you know what I'm saying? Any dance you see me do is because of Memphis. Memphis, if you see me do this, it's because of Pete Filzer hitting the chicken. If you yeah. see me kicking my leg doing the shoe, it's because of Black Boy JB. You see me juking, it's because of Ray Ray is a monster. Ray Ray is a beast, it's just Memphis OGs. If you see a nigga moving like this, just juking. Yeah. Everything is Memphis. I'm a culture baby. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's where I come from. That's all I seen growing up. I think it was the uh, video with you and Yellow Beezy. Yeah, yeah, that nigga stop. Oh, that nigga had to stop and be like, this, this nigga yeah. owns oh, so, That nigga oh, in now. <laughs> 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 like, nigga, I would love to see some, I would love to see that same. Like, cause Dallas had his own dance culture too, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Back in the early 2000s. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's good to see that energy back, you know, just back with you. Now, I had a question uh, with me versus me. I know you probably seen that movie, Us. Mm -hmm. uh, if you yourself pulled up at your door stop, mm -hmm. what you doing? You gonna fight or flight? If you had to face yourself, like on a movie, Us, whatever. You said pull up where? If you, or like on a movie, Us, if you came, if you met you at your doorstop, is it gonna be fight or flight? What fight or flight mean? What the fuck? Like, it mean, mean? Like you gonna you gonna fight yourself or you gonna be like, all right, man, I ain't got, I'm gonna let this go. The old me. The old you, yeah. I'm letting this shit go. This young nigga. <laughs> so you know what that come with? That young nigga, ass you damn know, body. You know what that come with? That young nigga down there out two perks somewhere right now, <laughs> mad as a motherfucker looking for a body. <laughs> I'm straight on him. I'm good. I know discipline now. I don't want it. I don't want it with him. <laughs> for real. You said at one point you were banned from uh, performing in Houston? I was banned from it. Uh, I did some shit with Live Nation. I was performing. It got into some shit. A whole, a whole like little fight happened. Guns was drawn. Police was brought out. Everything got to that point, and I wasn't never. And I, I just realized that I wasn't never booked in the Houston or Dallas market right, after right. that till um late last year. Yeah, and then you you were also talking about the Houston and Dallas market and why you liked it so much. Um, what is it about the Houston and Dallas area that uh, yeah, culture just in general? Like you can go to Vegas, but you know what I'm saying no no disrespect to the to to Las Vegas, but it's not culture. Nobody's really most people that's from Vegas ain't from Vegas. They was 
they you know they migrated there but you know what i'm saying people here you can you can be like nigga be 30 years old be like yeah my great grandma my great 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 grandma stayed in this house used to trap now you know what i'm saying that's culture because like there's something that, that, that yo 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 ancestors was there you know from from periods of time like people grew generations grew here and it's still going on so that's one thing with with cities that you resonate with is culture um memphis has it dallas houston has it louisiana has it um new york and la has it it's culture any any places that's real culture is to me i feel like i gravitate to because it's just something different got your own thing that's why yeah. people love memphis man music they love all that shit because this is how we are <laughs> now your ad libs <laughs> you got this one that i i didn't even know i knew about it until i listened to beatbox yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long did it take you to come up with your ad lib or how many did you try before you like, yeah, I'm just going to rock with this one? Man, look, I honestly, just whatever sounds, just whatever sounds I heard growing up, I implemented it. We heard, we, I come from a place, I come from Memphis, bro. We hear gunshots every day. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's prominent. Even, it don't matter if you in the suburbs, you in the most tucked in place, you're going to hear it. So I feel like everything a part of my sound just came from my environment. Like, you know what I'm saying? How automatic is, you know what I'm saying? How the, how the Glock go pop, pop, pop. You know, it's just whatever you try to implement it in the song. If you speaking on the Glock, you gonna pop, pop, pop in the background. You know what I'm saying? Cause you you know what everything is. You know how it is, you know what I'm saying? It's just you. Man, on Beatbox, man, y'all end up uh, wrecking the car in the video, man. What the man, fuck? It was my fault. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I was supposed to be making a U-turn to come down to hit more donuts in the wide open space. Yeah. But in the midst of me doing the U-turn, I said, let me bust this left real hard and have this bitch moving sideways. <laughs> but I've been doing donuts all day with the car. The tires were bald. And uh, it was raining too, so it was slippery a little bit. So I hit that bitch and I got to turning that bit. And I'm like, all right, turn all the way. By the time I get to turning it, that bitch wasn't turning. It was still going the way that I initially turned. And I, it was like I was zooming into a tree and I hit it. <laughs> Like it just got closer and closer. I, I I wanted to hit brakes, but I'm like, nigga, I'm having skills. I know what I'm doing. This bitch gonna turn. That bitch ain't turning though. I ain't no way. It didn't turn. Now of course it's okay when you wreck a car because you can pay for the shit. Mm -hmm. But Meek Mill said he don't let no homeboys drive his cars because they ain't got the money to pay for none of this shit. For sure. Do you let your homeboys ride any of your whips? I let them ride. I let them ride like the car, like um. Hell yeah, I, let, I only trust one nigga driving this bro right there, see great, back there. He only, that nigga, we done been through some shit with him behind the wheel, so I know he'll get me to where I need to go. You know what I'm saying? I, and he, he a real good driving nigga. Sometimes he'll push the Rolls Royce like that bitch a Hellcat. I had to, hey, cut. Hey, I don't care. I don't, I don't, hey, look, hey, look, I hit him with, I hit him with, I don't care what little baby said in that song, he ain't driving Miss Daisy. I'm Miss Daisy, driving this motherfucker slow. Slow and on me. But that nigga, that nigga, he a driver, bro. He been driving his, he been driving his whole life. That's the only nigga I trust driving. This nigga get in gaps. He getting, you know, y'all be seeing the videos when niggas be recording them going in and out of oh, gaps. Oh yeah, that's him. He be, oh yeah, no, nah, he doing that's he him. Do, he doing that. He doing too much. He doing that with a truck. My oh, nigga, a truck. Oh yeah, my he, nigga. You gotta make a YouTube. He gotta make a YouTube. <laughs> Hell no, nah, he, he be going to him. <laughs> now, I'm a million dollar man. You had said something as far as uh, the levels you trying to get to in life, man. You said you would like to get to uh, Drake level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm there. I'm gonna yeah, be there. And with that being said, you said 
you would love to get there and stay and still stay the same, stay still stay you stay. who you came in the game as. Yeah, what's up? Do you feel like that's possible? The way the the way Man. the industry is. Man, hell yeah, it's possible. Cause I know me. I know myself now. I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? When I was 16, I didn't really know who I was. No, I just knew I was, I knew I was up. I knew I was on, but I didn't know who I was as a person. I didn't know like the impact I had. I didn't know that a simple thank you, a simple handshake, go forward with people. I didn't know that. Now I know. So I know to be that same person, because at the end of the day, that's one thing I'm uncomfortable with. And this, you know what I'm saying? He got what he got. Now he's just a shit popper. He don't care about his community or doing all this. Like, I stand on I stand on real principles and morals. Like, I feel like I'm entitled to do that. Because at the end of the day, that's where my that's where my soul, my purpose resonate with, helping and healing. So whatever room I'm in, I'm going to be the same person, same dude. Once I realize who I am, I got to be that same person in every room. If not, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? That ain't me. If I feel I'm not going to be the same person in every room, I don't even come. Because I don't even want nobody to see that side of me when I when I am down. You know what I'm saying? I got to be up. You know what I'm saying? You got to. I want every time you see me, it's light. Nice. It's like you're still kind of new to the game, but you reach levels that most people have been decades in trying to get to. Can you separate the real from the fake? Do you feel like you you kind of have that, you know, in tune as far yeah. as just reading the room, reading the reading people? That's hell yeah, it can it's it can it's it's for sure here. Like it's something I've been had. It's just on uh, something I never listened to and into my intuition. I never really listened to it. Tried to um be like, nah, shake it off with my thoughts, but Whatever your whatever your mind telling you, whatever it is about a motherfucker, it's right. You know what I'm saying, because yeah. at the end of the day, God is in you. He's with you every step of the day. He's seen you signs throughout that motherfucker for sure. If so. you could talk about it, man, what would you say is the fakest thing that's happened to you while you been in Ellie Chopper? Fakest thing that happened to me. Honestly, man, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Can't even go through. It just, I don't know. Like the the mindset I have, I feel like if something was fake to happen to me, it just was meant to be. So I don't really just. If 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 it's if I if I would have thought about it, if you would have asked me that, and I would have had my answer all top. I mean, it's something I'm dwelling on. I ain't dwelling on nothing. Like I'm cool with anything. I'm, you know, anything meant to be with me. So you mentioned you got a, a vegan tr uh, food truck. Mm -hmm, vegan um, food truck. Let's talk about that. That's in Memphis. Mm -hmm. what, what's the what's the name of it? This can't be vegan. Okay, mm -hmm. so so when what, you eat it, that's what you're gonna say. This can't be vegan. <laughs> that's what's up. Like what what's some some of the things on the menu? Um, we got some we got some tacos. We got the mac and cheese. That's just so bomb. Um, we got got the Camelot Alfredo. Um, got some good shit. We got um shout out to DJ Jaunty. Shout out to Jaunty. She got her own custom lemonade. She make in house crazy strawberry lemonade. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. <laughs> now we know that a lot of things can be made vegan, but what is one thing that cannot be emulated into vegan? Like it just it ain't gonna work. That you just that you enjoy, but it's like you can't get it vegan. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I don't even think it's anything. I don't make chicken. We don't make chicken out of mushrooms. We don't put, we don't got sliced portobello mushrooms, put batter in it, um, season it like chicken, put breaded crumbs on it, fry that motherfucker in some sesame oil or grapeseed oil, and motherfucker come out like chicken. Damn, you sound like you know how to cook. Nah, for real. <laughs> nah, this shit, nah, for real, shit come like chicken. Um, we don't made, um, Nigga done made Rotel, my nigga see great. He do it all. He handyman. He drive, he cook, he on standby with the burner. He do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He done made like v MVP. 
Yeah, he the MVP. Nigga made vegan Rotel. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like anything is possible because at the end of the day, I, that was the natural way of eating. That's how we supposed to really eat. You know what I'm saying? Our teeth ain't. Our teeth ain't. We ain't got carnivore teeth. We got we got teeth made to eat. You know what I'm saying? Plants and shit. That's facts. Talk, <laughs> talk to him. Talk to him. Now I gotta ask you, man. Valentine's Day is coming, man. I just want Nelly Chopper's thoughts on polygamy versus monogamy. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on polygamy. I feel like um. I just feel like I'm a king, and I I just know how my ancestors and my um I know how to how to, a lot of empires lived back in the day. Um, I know how the Aztec empires, I know how to um how the Roman empires, how all these empires strive so well, and that was out the simple fact of like using villages, using a lot of people to be able to raise whatever you're trying to raise. And um one thing with polygamy is why I believe in polygamy is because not. A lot of people misconstrued and be like, oh, damn, nigga, you got, you got six wives? You fucking, oh, that nigga, you pimping. Like, nah, damn what it is. Like, you just don't know. This wife bring in, she she one of the bread runners. She bring this in. This wife, she teach my child. This wife, she clean, cook, and be able to, you um, know what I'm saying, make sure dinner served on time. And I feel like, as men, we put a lot on women. You know what I'm saying? I watch my mother have a lot on her plate because at the end of the day, she was trying to be mama, daddy, you know what I'm saying? She was trying to be businessman, businesswoman, everything all in one. And I realized how much of a toll it took on her. So I feel like whatever you can do, if, if, if I'm gonna be a real nigga, I'm gonna try to do whatever I can to make sure my priority ain't in stress. Let's implement somebody that can help you do certain shit instead of putting everything on you, you know what I'm saying? Because we can't do it all either. So that shit. Now, I hear the benefits. But do you think you could put up with all them different attitudes? Oh, you just gotta find. You just gotta find. You just submissive. Being submissive is what is what is what gonna make that. You know what I'm saying? Possible. Um, not having sex with all of them is what's gonna make that possible. A lot of shit come from sex. You ever have a relationship with somebody business wise and she was always good, but the moment you fucked her, it was like everything went wrong. You know what I'm saying you can't stick your dick in everything. You gotta know who gonna. <laughs> You gotta know who gonna who gonna be able to, you know what I'm saying, who who is who values more than that to just sex, you know what I'm saying? Before we get out of here, I got one more question. Mm-hmm. Me versus me. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm stressing, I'm going through some things in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm having different thoughts, bad thoughts, negative thoughts. Maybe I wanna hurt myself. Mm-hmm. What is a song on this project that would lead me from that? Shit. It can vary. Um it depends on what mood you're trying to accomplish. Cause I'd be lying to say if I got a I got a song on there. I got a song in my vault though that that a treat that a treat to a person um therapeutically that's going through depression. But I think I feel like just a simple like a hype song that uplift somebody, make them wanna dance, like simply shot a flow six or push it and just watching the video of it. Watching me smile, you know what I'm saying, sometimes can make others smile. So me. I'm just curious, man. Who was your favorite superhero growing up and why? Super Superman. Why so? Cause he could do everything. I just didn't like the way he died. Nah, how bro. he could die from yeah, a fucking. How you die from that? Bro? Yeah. He didn't survive all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't but survive super, all this. Yeah, Superman, um, the laser out the eyes, the strength, he could fly. Uh, he had a jury curl, you know. <laughs> I feel like he was, yeah, he was cool. Hey man, you got any shout outs? Man, shout out, shout out to Polo G, shout out to G Herbo, shout out to Moneybag, yo, shout out to Young Thug for being a part of me versus me. Uh, shout out to my producers from Cash Money AP to Chase the Money to Draco to um 
to OG Parker, everybody that was a part, I'm missing a few, but I, I'd be lying to say I know everybody that was on that bit. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I just appreciate y'all and I appreciate my fans. Big shout out to y'all because y'all doing everything y'all can to make sure my career is going, going in a positive light. So thank y'all, man. Love, much love. You already know what time it is, NLE Chopper. Man, we thank you so much for taking your time to come talk to us, brother. Man, we love you. Thank everything you're doing, the light, your light, you're shining, man. The message you're pushing, brother. Hey, we salute you. Me versus me, out, shot of six, out, shot of flow six, out. You are a real life street star. Let's go. Thank you, love. Appreciate you. Shout out to Real Street Stars, nigga. Moolah.